There aren't many people out today on evangelism teams in Pratt and Lyons. We need to continue to pray that God will pour out revival in these cities. Amen. That people will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Good to have Jamie and Eric in church with us today. Amen. We're glad. Good to see LaAndre back in church. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was baptized in Jesus' name if you weren't here. Amen. This past Sunday, I'm believing God for great things. Amen. In LaAndre's life. Praise God. Amen. Can you say amen? Praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn to James chapter 1. Amen. Verse 17. Praise God. I hope you brought your Bibles today because I, I do have a lot of scripture to to go through and read and we're just going to have a have a Bible study. I'm going to preach. Praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost here today. Amen. And uh, I know a lot of you were uh, out on the road driving and I don't, is Brother Michael working? He's on the bus. Praise God. Amen. And, uh, we got people going all over the place. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, But I feel like God wants to do a work here today. Amen. I'm going to preach and teach just for a little while, but if you want the Holy Ghost, God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. James chapter 1 and verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Aren't you thankful for that? And cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. With his own will, his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Praise God. Let's ask the Lord to help us today. God, I thank you, Lord, for your word. I ask you, God, to come down to meet with every person that is here, that their time is precious, God, that they did not come here just to fulfill time, but because of a desire and a drawing of your spirit. God, that they're here today. And God, I ask you today that you would meet with us in a special way. In the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And I, I just want to start out today by uh, telling you that the covenant that I'm going to be talking about, amen, in the Word of God is a necessary thing to have in living for God. It's not optional, amen. It is something that God has promised that He's pouring out. Joel chapter 2 and 28 says that the Spirit of God will be poured out upon all flesh. 
Amen. And so what you are feeling in this last day that we are living in is God's Spirit being poured out and God's Spirit is drawing. Amen. God is getting the attention of His people. He's getting the attention of people who desire a walk with God. Amen. We have uh, some of the things that I wrote down this morning that God had been dealing with me, that there are uh, so many bulletins and codes and manuals and internet and artificial intelligence and the list just goes on and on but it seems to me that uh, when it comes to the soul and the salvation of the soul that or even the destination of the soul you know, I, I don't know about you but there's always that that place that when Whenever I go to a funeral, it's in, and I, don't worry, I'm not going to get morbid on you, and I'm not going to get sad, but uh, it seems like that's when we deal with our eternal man more than anything, and we we reflect and we say, okay, uh, that that could be me lying before the pulpit or lying there in a casket, and would I be ready to go? And and I want to ask you the question today: Are you ready? to meet Jesus Christ. Uh, but in a world where there is so much information, it seems that when it comes to the soul and the salvation of the soul, that if there is a void, a vacuum, even a silence that is not talked about. And today, by the help of God, I want a man to help you to understand and see the Scripture Amen, that the word of God is written for us real time. Amen, today that we live in, the day that we live in, God has given us his word. Amen, I said God has given us his written word and his spoken word and his preached word. Oh, hallelujah, thank God for apostolic preaching. No, I'm not, I'm not ringing my own bell or tooting my own horn, but I thank God that he give me a preacher one day, uh, amen, that preached to me the way of eternal life. Amen. And so uh, we go to the word of God in Hebrews chapter 8, and we find uh, a passage of scripture that tells us, and now uh, Hebrews uh, is written, it's, it, it's kind of, it's a get dead giveaway uh, that it was written to the Jews. And uh, thank God that we are part of that commonwealth. No, we're not Jews unless you're born a Jew and you're of Jewish lineage. Uh, but we are born as Gentiles, the Word of God says. Uh, and when we are born as a Gentile, uh, we were outside of that commonwealth, uh, amen, that the word of God has given as a promise to the Jewish people. And Jesus, he told uh, many uh, 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 Gentiles in his earthly ministry, he said, I didn't come uh, for you, but I came for the lost house of, the, uh, of Israel. He said, I came to preach to them. I came to reach for them. Amen. But thank God there was a day, uh, amen, when God said, okay, I'm going to pour out my spirit uh, on the Gentiles too. Uh, amen. And we're going to be able to be filled with the Holy Ghost uh, just like the Jews were on the day of Pentecost. Uh, amen. Just like they were in Samaria and just like they were, amen, in Acts chapter 10 when they received the Holy Ghost. <laughs> 
Amen. And, and, and I get excited about this and, and uh, thank God that uh, we are able to be filled with his spirit and we enter into covenant. But in Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 10, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it says, for this is the covenant, everyone say covenant, that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind. I will write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God. And they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful unto their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. And so in the Old Testament, God entered into covenant, amen, with his people. There was a sign of the covenant, amen. God told Abraham, he said, look, his name was Abram at the first. And he said, if I'm going to enter into covenant with you, he said, you're going to be to me a people. And he said, this is the sign of the covenant. And circumcision became the sign of the covenant, amen, that if you were circumcised as a male, hey man, you were not part of God's people. Now that's a hard statement and that's a heavy statement. Oh, but can I tell you today that the new covenant, hey man, while the old covenant was external, the new covenant became internal. I said it became internal. While there was an external covenant, hey man, God said, hey man, I'm going to put my spirit on the inside. I'm going to write them on the tables of your heart. He said, I'm going to put my laws. It's not going to be a, a Ten Commandments on the wall. Thank God for the Ten Commandments. Thank God that our nation was founded upon Judeo-Christian principles and that we still have a, a, man, a, 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 a semblance. Amen. I wish it was even stronger than what it is. Amen. But we have a semblance of the Ten Commandments that our nation was founded upon. But can I tell you that God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. God wants to transform your life. You don't have to keep on living the same old life you've always lived. God will change your life. Oh, hallelujah. I said God will change you. Amen. We've got, there's all kinds of walks of life in here. We've got people just like Nathaniel. In the, in the uh, book of John where Jesus said, uh, I saw you while you were underneath the fig tree. And he was a good old boy. And then we got some tax collectors that everybody kind of gets a little bit crossways with. And then we've got some good old Peters uh, that they were vile people. And mean people. And there was a day that Jesus Christ walked by their old fishing boat and said, you know, if you'll follow me, 
I will make you to become fishers of men. And I can only imagine, amen, the day that the Spirit of God dealt with those old fishermen. Hey man, I can tell you now that they were rough. Their speech was rough. Everything about them. Hey man, but Jesus didn't look on the outward appearance. Hey man, he was listening to a prayer meeting in a house somewhere. He was listening to a prayer meeting on a boat somewhere. Hey man, but maybe those men, those hardened fishermen, hey man, while they were working on the boat, hey man, that they, while they were working, they were saying to God, Hey man, there's got to be more to life. Hey man, than just this old fishing boat and just this old same old way of living. Day after day. Is there anybody here today that's ever felt that way before? That there's got to be more to life. Yeah, the phase of the moon. Boys, we're not going to catch very many fish today. Oh yeah, you can still fish that way. If you're a fisherman, you know the days before and after a new moon, you can catch fish. But when that old full moon comes out, there's something about the old lunar tables, the pull of the earth. You can still catch fish, but it's not as easy. And they, they had it all down to pat. They knew what they had to do. Amen, to make a living. But there was that soul on the inside, that, that inward man, that, that man that nobody else could see. Oh, that was crying out. And I feel that this morning. Hey, man, that the, the, the inward man in here, there's people that are sitting on these pews. Hey, man, that the inward man is crying out to God, saying, I know I've got it all together when it comes to the things of life. But the soul, hey, man, the inward man is still going to have a reckoning with God. And I've got to be ready. got to be ready the old covenant was situ the old covenant was situational amen they were told to bind it for a sign upon their hand to place it as frontlets between their eyes and can i tell you today that during the passover and during the different feast amen that you can still see it online if you've never seen it it's it's quite interesting how that, how that these uh, uh, men in, in Israel, they will take, they call it Tefl, I, th I think it's Telfin, and they wrap this black uh, ribbon around their arm, uh, and they're binding it for a sign upon their hand. Uh, what are they binding for a sign that hero Israel, uh, the Lord our God is uh, one Lord. Can I tell you there's still one God. Uh, hey man, I said that one God, Jesus Christ. Uh, hey man, is the one that can save you today. Uh, that while it might be outward, uh, hey man, for some it becomes inward uh, for others. Uh, oh, I'm preaching to you that while it might be situational, uh, hey man, for the Jew, can I tell you today, God wants it to be transformational. He wants to transform you out of that old way of living and say, I want to give you a brand new life. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. Jesus.
Jesus. Proverbs 3 and 3 says, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them on the tablet or the table of thine heart. And we go to the book of Romans chapter 10. And we read a very... Uh, demanding, commanding verse of Scripture that it tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 10 and verse 10, it says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Can I tell you that this word confession in the Greek, literally means covenant. Amen. That it means covenant. That covenant is made unto salvation. How do you enter into covenant? Hey man, in the day that we live in. Hey man, that we read in John chapter 3, and you can you can put it on the board, brother sound man. Hey man, that uh, uh, that Jesus said in John chapter 3, he told Nicodemus, if you start in the first chapter of John, hey man, in the very first chapter of John, we read in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And then it tells us, Amen. And he in John chapter one and verse ten, it said that uh, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Speaking of Jesus Christ, Amen. The Word of God, the Word was made flesh. John one and fourteen says the Word uh, God was made flesh and dwelt among us. But it says you got to write it on the tables of your heart. How do you get it onto the table of your heart? Hey, man, you can't take a pen. You can't take a chisel. You can't take anything and write it. It has to be placed there by the finger of God. Amen. And Jesus said to Nicodemus, a man, in John chapter 3, he said, Nicodemus, he said, you are a ruler of the Jews. And you don't know these things? Because Nicodemus is saying, we know that there are the teacher come from God because no man can do these things that thou doest except God be with him. And Jesus passed by every bit of the, every bit of the rah, rah, rah. And he said, Nicodemus, he said, you must be born Again, you've got to enter into covenant. Confession, covenant is made. Do you know that covenant in the Old Testament was made? You, you had to enter into that covenant. Amen, and it's the same way today. You cannot enter into covenant with Jesus Christ unless you are born again. 
You have to repent. Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. You got to repent of sins. You got to turn from that old life. You got to lay the life, the sin down, lay that old life down. Hey man, you got to repent of it. Then it says to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You got to enter into the covenant. Oh, I don't know if there's anybody here today, but I'm glad that I entered in. Hey, man, that I entered into covenant. I made covenant with my God. Let's just turn to John chapter 3. John chapter 3, if you'll turn there in your Bible. He said in verse 3, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So unless you're born, you cannot see. When a baby is inside of its mother's womb, it has eyes. It has all of it. After nine months of being in there, everything's formed. But it can't be, it can't see. You say, oh yeah, it can, Pastor. Well, it sees a few inches. And it sees the fluid it's floating in. And it sees the inside of mom to a certain degree. And that's the extent of its sight. How many is with me right now? And he said, unless you're born again. And you know what happens, what happens in the natural, amen, is what's happening in the spiritual. And Jesus was lightening up. A new birth, he was trying to bring to Nicodemus's attention saying, you've got to be born again in order to see the kingdom of God. Not just see physically people. But he was saying, you've got to be born again in order to see what's happening to you spiritually. And when a baby is born, it sees and it understands. And then Jesus said, when you're born spiritually, you see. Amen. And you understand what's happening happening or getting ready to happen now, in my life. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name, but you haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, the next step is to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. The next step, and when you receive the Holy Ghost, uh, you'll speak with other tongues as the Spirit uh, gives the utterance. Uh, amen. It's not something that we teach you. Uh, amen. It's not something that you say really fast. Uh, amen. But the Spirit uh, itself uh, will make the intercession. It will speak for itself. Uh, and so you let the Holy Ghost have control. I don't know about you today, but I want the Holy Ghost to, to have control of my life verse 4 Nicodemus saith unto him how can a man be born when he's old can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born Nicodemus was hung up on the external or the, 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 the thing that's natural and Jesus was talking about the spiritual. How many is with me here today? 
And so Jesus answered him again. Verily, verily, verse 5, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And so this new covenant, amen, that we enter into, amen, in today's world, in today's time, amen, that we're no longer under the old covenant of bringing a bull or an oxen in here or a sheep or a turtle dove. No, we offer ourselves unto God as a living sacrifice. We give ourselves to God. We are born again. And the Holy Ghost is what transforms transforms us. Oh, hallelujah. I said the Holy Ghost transforms us. Amen. Jesus said, don't marvel that I say unto you, you must be born again. Amen. Turning your Bibles uh, to John chapter 3, if you're there already, just keep reading. Uh, amen. Verse 8, Jesus said, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So is everyone. Say, that's me. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And when you are born again, you will receive the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues. Hey Amen. When you're born again, you will be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And I tell you that being baptized and receiving the Holy Ghost will be the greatest thing that ever happens in your life to date. I'm looking at people who at one time, they were in all types of sin but God came and delivered God came and set free I don't know about you but I get happy about it I said I get happy about it that God has brought me out that God has set me free that God has changed my life I'm not the same person I used to be amen I was listening to Brother Ari Prado preach and he said it took him a long time to get the Holy Ghost. But he said it took him even longer uh, to get baptized because he was, he, he said every time I would go to get baptized, he said my flesh would get all stirred up because he said I don't, I don't know why I have to get baptized. I don't know why I have to go down into the water and get all wet. And uh, he said every time he would get close, his flesh would fight him. Can I tell you something? Hey, man, that you're going to deal with your old flesh. Hey, man, you're going to deal with your old spirit. What you got to do is just lay it down and just say, okay, God. Hey, man, I've been, you've been drawing me by your spirit. Hey, God, I'm ready to make the change. I'm ready to enter into a covenant. I'm ready for a brand new life. I'm tired of the old way of living. I'm ready for a new life in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. And it will change your life. I said it will change your life. Amen. You, I've, I've seen people 
Amen. They get baptized. Amen. And they came up. I remember Betty. She's She's gone. Amen. She went on to her reward. Amen. But she came up out of the water. She was one of the most sad looking people I have ever seen. But when the, the, the blood of Jesus washed away her sins. Amen. She had a smile on her face. Amen. Can I tell you I've seen people get the Holy Ghost. And when they get the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost. Amen. Brings about amen, a joy that nobody can get give you. Nothing in this world can ever replace. Oh, thank God for the joy of the Holy Ghost. Thank God that it brings righteousness and peace into my life. Hallelujah. Romans 14 and 17 says, but the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but is righteousness. I've had people call me self-righteous. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not trying to be righteous to impress you. I'm trying to be righteous. So righteousness means being right with God. If, 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 I, if I make you happy by being right, great, and if I don't, great. But as long as I'm right with God. I prayed this morning. Before I, the first thing I did this morning, amen, I was getting ready for church, and I said, God, create in me a clean heart and renew within me a right spirit. The God, I want to make sure I'm ready to go. And God, you say, well, pastor, you're, you're not that old. Thank you. Amen, but tomorrow, today, might be my last day on earth. Amen. You say, why is that? Because the rapture could happen. Amen. I might go up in the rapture. I got to be ready to go. Amen. That's why I want to enter into covenant. I want to make sure that the covenant, amen, is in its force. I said, I want to make sure it's in force. It's in place. I want to make sure I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I want to make sure the blood of Jesus has been applied to my life. Hey, man, I got to make sure I don't have the option. Hey, man, I say, well, I'll wait till tomorrow. No, tomorrow may never be here. Every one of us will stand before God. And give an account. We'll, we'll all stand before God to give an account. What are we going to give an account for? The Bible says every word, every idle word, everything spoken, that will give an account. And, and, and there's, there's been a day in my life where that was very terrifying because I knew that if I had to give an account to God, that God, you would not be pleased with what I would tell you. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. That when I was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, that the blood of Jesus cleanses me from all unrighteousness. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm preaching to you right now. Hey, man, that you got to be baptized in Jesus' name. you got to have the blood applied. Oh, you've got to have that blood, hey, man, to cleanse your sins. There's nothing else that can take away my sins. 
nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. There's nothing that can cleanse you. Amen. From a life, from the day you were born until you're baptized. Amen. The blood of Jesus is what will cleanse your sins. Is there anybody that believes that here today? Oh, let's lift our hands and love the Lord right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we read in John chapter 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Everyone say believeth. But have everlasting life. And we cannot stop with a verse of scripture that gives us much hope. But is sadly too many times a scripture that is just given as salvation. That all you have to do is mentally believe. But with that believing in Mark chapter 16, this is what Jesus said. Mark chapter 16 and verse 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. That God's going to fill you not with a spirit, but his spirit. And the evidence of his spirit is that you will speak with other tongues. Can you say praise the Lord? John chapter 7 and verse 37. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst." Here we, here we are, we're back at that place of the soul. How many is with me here right now? We're back at that place where the soul is hungry and thirsty. He said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. And so when you believe on Jesus Christ, you'll receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. I said the Holy Ghost is yours. It's a gift. I said when God gives a gift, he doesn't give something that is earthly, temporary. He gives you something that is heavenly, his spirit, and that is for eternity. Oh, hallelujah. I said it's for eternity. Praise God. I said it's for eternity. It says, uh, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. And so we, we've been preaching here today. The first thing is, is that God gives us instruction by his word, his written word, his preached word. Amen, that we must make sure of our salvation. That we must make our calling and election sure. That we repent of our sins. If you turn to Acts chapter 8, 
uh, Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. And I'm, I'm drawing to a close here. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. If we back up in this passage of Scripture, we find that Peter was preaching to the Jews on the day of Pentecost. And he told them, he said, you crucified the Lord of glory. And they, when they were convicted, the Bible says they were convicted for their actions. How many has ever been convicted of something? I've been convicted in a court of law for speeding. And if you've been convicted for more than that, thank God for the blood. But my actions are what convicted me. My actions are what said, you're, you're the guy. You're the one. You're the person. You did it. You did it. And so there, there comes times in your walk with God where the preacher's preaching and the conviction will come, up, come into your soul and you got to say, okay, God, I'm the one. I've been in services before and I've said, man, I wonder, I wonder who was talking to that guy about what I did yesterday. I wonder who was talking to that guy. How many has ever felt that way before? I was like, man, I think, I think uh, somebody's been listening. You know, in the Old Testament, that king, he said, who's, who's the traitor? Who's the one over there telling Elisha that this is where we're going to be and this is what we're going to do? And they said, king, they said, there is a God that talks to that man of God. And so remember, when the preaching's going forward and going forth, sometimes the Holy Ghost begins to grip our heart with conviction. And we realize that there's only one person that could know what's going on in my life, and that's God. Can we all just lift our hands right now? Come on, let's focus on what God's doing right now. I need some help here today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus' name. That God today, and, and Peter was preaching on the day of Pentecost. And he said, you killed the Lord of glory. You crucified him. And they were pricked in their heart. And they said, men and brethren... Verse 37 says, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. Something poked them right in their spirit. They said, I'm the one. And he said, they said, what shall we do? Men and brother, what shall we do? And Peter said unto them, repent. Repent literally means to turn away from. Turn away from sin. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins.
in this scripture that we opened with. The author of Hebrews said, you know, in the Old Testament, it was prophesied that God said, I'm going to write my laws on the tables of their heart. No longer will it be an external set of commandments, but it becomes internalized through the power of the Holy Ghost. And Peter's told him, he said, ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want to ask you today, have you repented of your sins? Have you been baptized in Jesus' name? Have you been filled with the Holy Ghost? It's the only way that you can enter into that covenant with God. If we could all stand here today, I want to open this altar. If you want to come and pray, amen. If everybody would come and pray, bring our friends with us. But today, God wants to enter into a covenant with you. That his word has went forth here today. I haven't preached a real long time, but the Holy Ghost has been talking to you. I believe that God has been dealing with you even before you came to this place. Oh, hallelujah. If you haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, the Holy Ghost is for you. Oh, in the name of Jesus, you must be born again. Hallelujah, the Holy Ghost is here right now. Church, if you would help me pray right now. I need everybody praying. Everybody crying out to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah.